You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Bordy, yo, yo, yep. uh, two weeks into New World, man, we've been grinding our faces off. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> We're going to talk a lot about that on this episode. Uh, but first, guys, uh, if you're listening to the podcast on any of the podcasting platforms, just leave a rating and review, especially on Apple. Five stars means the world to us. And uh, if you leave a review, will you will be or have potentially be on the show uh, as we read your uh, if you leave text, we'll read it. Uh, but yeah, but if, absolutely. But dude, hey, we, so we did. Hold sorry, on, I'm Red, just gonna did. let the people know that. They, yeah, 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 I just want to let them know. If you want, if you don't want to leave, if you just want to put five stars and no message, we're not mad at that. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to know. I want the people to know that because yeah. I'm a five star guy. I just hit five star. And I don't put nothing in the in the description because you know I, I don't really want to. So, so if you don't want to do it, just leave five stars. It's fine. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, Bordy, what are we gonna say, dude? You- yeah, yeah, no, all I was going to say was uh, thank you to the people that did leave five stars. Yeah. We had a few of those this week, but there was no message. So that just kind of echoes what you just said. No, Amen. they didn't leave messages, Amen. so we didn't get to read them, but we did have some yeah. five stars. So thank you for that. It helps us out tremendously, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Yes, very much so. All right, Bordy. Well, let's just uh, let's hop right to it with the news. All right, dude. So the biggest thing I think in the in the uh, news or the new world discussion is character transferring. Now, uh, we all know that uh, you know there's been some server problems. We spoke a little bit about it uh, on the last episode. Uh, so basically, there was some new news about uh, the the server situation. Uh, you know, them locking down uh, some of the servers as full. And uh, what will what the future will look like for people that that potentially uh, want to transfer their character to a different server? So basically, Bordy, uh, there will be something in the cash shop for free uh, for each character in case you do want to. You know, if you've maybe been leveling on a different server and then in hopes to maybe one day be able to meet up with your friends or transfer to uh, with all your friends together to another server to meet up and start a company or potentially join another company that you had your eyes on uh, pre-launch uh, that that kind of the server got full or had maybe like a 10,000 person queue or something like that. So basically, Bordy, uh, we're going to answer these questions for you guys here. Uh, you may be asking, how do I transfer my character, Bordy? Uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, dude. So to transfer your character in New World, you're going to have to log in first, which means if there's any queues, you're going to have to wait in your queues. You then go to the in-game store. If you don't know how to get the in- to the in-game store, you just press escape, and then there's a tab up there that says store. There's going to be a new tab to claim your character transfer token, and you're going you're gonna to have to leave your company if you're in a company, because obviously if you transfer it to another server, that company's not going to be there. Uh, and then you need to remove any active trading posts, sell orders, and buy orders, and then your character must be located in a sanctuary to be able to transfer your character over. Yes, and, and again, guys, it's important to to note that, you know, and this is, I guess, we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about this later, uh, but w- if, you tra- if you transfer your character, you're going to get to keep all of your inventory, you're going to keep your faction progression and alliance, uh, you will get to keep your house and your house decorations, which is really dope, I think. is pretty impressive that they can allow you to do that. And you will keep all yeah. your quests, progress, and titles. 
Uh, so these are the things that will not transfer. And it's very important you, for you to, to note this before you make the transfer. Your company membership obviously is going to be terminated because of, you know that company's not going to be on the server that you move over to or until whoever creates it at that point, if they do move. Active trading posts, sell orders, and buy orders must be removed. So it's important to note if you have if you have items setting in the auction house waiting to be bought or sold, you need to take those out. And then your friends list. That's this is another kind of thing that I guess you know is kind of difficult to think about. Friends are not uh, are are not game wide. Uh, they're specific to whatever server uh, you're on. So 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 all those will be removed as well. So Bordy, I think this is one of the I think one of the more controversial parts of all this. Um, is where, where can people move their characters? So any character, you can move your character to any world in your region, but you mm -hmm. can't move your character to a world that is full, which makes perfect sense. People are, are, are griping about that, I think, uh, not being able to move their character to certain worlds. But it does make sense because you got to remember the whole idea behind <laughs> the character transfer is to reduce the queue and to reduce the amount of people on the server. So if they just let everyone go to like Asmund's server or something like that, all the people that wanted to go there, well, then that's just going to overload that server and then you're, we're going to be right back to square one. So you're not going to be able to move your character to a full world world you can't move your character to a world in maintenance uh, that's kind of a given and then you can't move uh, your character to a world set that you have an existing character in already because you can only have one character per server so i think the most the biggest thing is that you're not gonna be able to move your character to a world that's full uh and i have seen a lot of people like kind of get tilted about that but it's it makes sense man because what they're trying to do is avoid the cues and and remove the cues and get those down so to provide a better gameplay experience so i think it's it's perfect i don't know how else they would do these man what is your thoughts on the overall like process they're using to afford the character transfers i've been asked that question a couple times and i think i don't know what else they would do like in my mind everything they're doing is is correct yeah and it's very challenging obviously i think the uh misconception initially was that you would be able to transfer anywhere uh once yeah. things settle down and, and, and it gets a little bit complicated because I think a lot of people who wanted to join up with their friends on those servers that are now like kind of marked full and, and are no longer allowing people to create characters on them. Uh, you know, I think those people went off and, and got a low population server like they should have uh, yeah. in, in thoughts or effort to potentially then go join that server of choice. I know our servers marked full and we've had a few people that, that weren't able to join in and, and play with us initially who went off and, and created uh, people on different servers in hopes that they could transfer them over in the same manner. And and uh, they're a little bummed out, but, but you know, the one thing, Bordy, I think is eventually, as, uh, you know, there, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of system that they kind of mark an activity or, or, you know, some of the people on our uh, on our world will transfer off. And then and hopefully that, that server then becomes open again for those people that did want to play with us or, or whatever. I think yeah. it's like you said, though, I think it's very tough to think that like, OK, well, now we've kind of got the server stable. Go wherever you want, because then it's just going to yeah. reopen up the, the problem with the queues and, and 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 letting people join in the servers that are already have queue times would just be a disaster at this point. Yeah. And it kind of defeats the purpose of the whole system to begin with, you know? 
Exactly. Exactly. I think another like really important thing that people are overlooking is, is well, at least this is the way I think it's going to work, is that everyone in the game is going to get a server transfer token for free. So right. even if you're not moving servers right now, you're still going to have one available to you later on. So if that server is full now, like you said, it may not be full later on. And so mm -hmm. then you can use your free server token transfer, server token, server transfer token. There you go to to uh, to to move servers later after the fact, right? So you don't have to do it right now. I don't think. I think that's how it's going to work, right? And that, that your understanding, like everybody's just going to get a token and she's going to sit there until you use it. Yeah, I, I think it's like a credit, you know. Uh, so basically, right. here's like, well, uh, you know, they did mention this though. I think it's important. Our team will continue to monitor world population a few times and evaluate the need for additional wave of server transfer tokens to be given out for free. So again, yeah. if they notice that this, there's a problem after people use their token, they'll give another one for free. And then and then uh, they do want to assure people that uh, players have had plenty of time to find the right server for them. And we will we'll make trans server transfer tokens available for purchase in the store uh, later on. We will give notice ahead of time that the tokens are changing to a paid service. So uh, that that wording concerns me a tad bit because it's like, well, maybe eventually if we don't use our token, then eventually like you would have to buy it. Like if you don't use the free one, then eventually like the system's going to go to paid tokens and and then, you know, you maybe won't get to utilize your token. But I guess we'll learn more about that then. Right. I, I think maybe or I would assume it works as like a credit. Like so like the, you know, the uh, the currency, the in-game currency uh I, I would imagine it works something like that where it's just in your possession to use but but it, for some reason that sentence or that wording makes me a little bit concerned about that yeah um yeah i don't know i guess we'll just have to wait and see because you're right it is it is uh it is a little tricky i think i think overall they're going to handle things correctly though right like i think i think things are going to be done well i think they're trying to take care of their players with this server transfer token that's something they definitely didn't have to do they're giving it out for free so that people can move because they could have they could have they could have just thrown one up in the store right now and pay, and charge money for it they probably would have made yeah, a whole lot of money out of that that would have yeah. been a very very bad move on their part without a doubt and i'm so glad they didn't go that route but they could have and i think they would have just made a, a a lot of money initially from doing that and lost uh, so a I'm lot glad of players <laughs> lost a lot of players it would have hurt them yeah. it would have hurt them <laughs> yeah. so bad in the long run or well really in the short term i think a lot of people would have just bounced because that would have been kind of foretelling uh, uh for the future of the cash yeah, shop exactly. so i'm glad they didn't yeah. go that route they are giving it out for free i think they're handling everything appropriately right now for the for the overload and right now to be honest man this is a really good problem for the game to have like it's it's there's so many people wanting to play they were they were having this issue of wanting to transfer for ser servers to get the queues down it's it's uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting issue but i think they're doing a, a, a good job at handling it well and, and that's the thing you know i think it's very obvious uh, maybe it was out of humility who knows that they did not expect this many people to be playing new world like it, it's insane right. again we we spoke a little bit about that last not sure episode. anybody did yeah we didn't i mean we've been covering yeah, the game for two yeah. years and we had no idea the reception would be like this. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, uh, you get, uh, like, you break a record on Steam for the, like, concurrent players in, in, initially, like, at your launch. You know, it's pretty impressive, dude. And, yeah. and, and uh, we think, we talk about this all the time, like, how MMOs continue to struggle with launching a product that makes, that makes, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, the user experience or the player experience that like at least palatable. And and we I don't think New World gets enough credit for that. The the game is in a very very good uh, shape, or you know, for initial um, you know for an initial launch product. I think the game, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, more about the content that they they brought to launch. But you know, uh, as far as like functionality goes, dude, they, I, there hasn't been a time other than maybe once where like I couldn't play New World. I mean, obviously, I had to set on a queue for maybe like an hour or so. But 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 I once I get in, dude, I get in and I get to play and the yeah. game functions and and it works well and and uh, yeah, dude, I, I think the I don't know if the launch other than maybe the queue times, which how would do they ever prepare for that? Uh, I think right. the launch couldn't have went better for them. Yeah, I agree. I think it's been I think it's been great. I mean, we've been playing it now for a couple of weeks and so far so good. Everybody still seems to be having a good time, at least in our circle, in our community. Um, and yeah, I think it's been I think it's been it has by far been the smoothest MMO launch I've ever been a part of, for sure, even with the server queues and the hiccups and all that stuff. I said it last week and I just echoed again this week. Uh, now that we've yeah. had a couple of weeks under our belt, it's still the same thing. Like so far, so good. Everything's been going great, I think, uh, or about as good as we could hope for an MMO launch. Yeah, it's Impressive, to be honest, it, it, it is, and and uh, you know, again, their first move with with giving free tokens out, I think, just continues to push down that that uh, that path of, of a good relationship yeah. with the community, and and uh, I'm excited to see more. So, speaking yeah. of that, patch one point zero point one came out, Bordy, the first ever live patch of New World, and what it was, dude, is a bunch of fixes, just like we thought it would yeah. be. Uh, no, nothing yeah. significant there. We don't want to bore you guys. Uh, with the bug fixes uh, that happen. But just know that those patch notes are available over there at New World Fans. You can click on there and read the entirety of the patch notes, which, again, they're basically quest fixes, AI fixes. There's general fixes, you know, um, and basically there are things that just the world queue uh, and, and all of that stuff. So so nothing groundbreaking. Uh, we don't want to, uh, again, attend to that t too much on the show. But just know that those patch notes are available uh, to read over at NewWorldFans.com. All right, Bordy. So let's hop right in here to the main topic. All right, dude. So we're going to talk about New World. Of course, it's a New World podcast. That was irrelevant. I shouldn't have said that at all. We're going to talk about the, the the player experience, man. So we got our ground, our, our, our grounds to the ears. We got our ears to the ground. <laughs> we got our grounds. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, we have our grounds to the ears. We have our okay, grounds perfect, to the man. ears, bro. And uh, we're going great. <laughs> big okay. Up. All right. Got no, it. no. Yeah, but seriously, uh, obviously, there's a lot of hype around New World, and there's some people that maybe don't feel so hype. So we're gonna discuss everything about you know what the two week outlook of New World looks like. Uh, you know what our experience has been. What what we've heard from other people in the community. Uh, you know, other content creators, obviously, uh, Reddit, uh, uh, Twitter, et cetera. So we're going to kind of hash all this into a little lump here and just kind of maybe discuss some of the frequently uh, discussed topics. And the first one's leveling, Bordy. Mm -hmm. So obviously, leveling is what we've all been doing for the most part. Some of us are done. Some of us and you have a long, long, long ways to go, dude. And so so uh, I just want to talk a little bit about this on this episode uh, to kind of break down, you know, leveling, uh, the in-game content available, and then, and then, uh, if possible, uh, kind of make a, an inflection or something on the longevity 
uh, of the game due to uh, if, as for the launch. So uh, I know this is going to be just mostly speculation at the end, but I think it's exciting to talk about. So we're going to do it, dude, because sure. it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's through a little bit of a fit there and we're back to leveling, dude. So leveling. Bordy, uh, yeah. we've spent a lot of time doing it. Uh, I think I have like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I have yeah. like five days played at this point. Yeah. Uh, not max level yet, although I did not do like the optimal like leveling process. I've been trying to do the side quest, and I've d- I've taken breaks to to make sure we can hold our territory. Done a lot of PvP missions that that net almost zero XP, by the way. And uh, yeah, dude. So we you know we I haven't been like I wasn't one of those uh, town board junkies. Uh, or anything like that, but but overall, dude, what what how what are your overall thoughts of the leveling process or you know the leveling experience right now in New World? So uh, I think I think it's okay. I think it's a lot of fun. Obviously, New World is just a blast anyway to play with the combat and everything that you have to do in the game. There there's a couple of qualms though that that I have with the leveling process, and the, I'm not so sure. Like to me, these aren't that big of a deal because I see some advantages. I also see some disadvantages in in doing things this way. But but whenever you're playing the main story, you kind of get locked, right? You get level capped. You get locked behind certain checkpoints, and to me that I, I think that's okay because then that forces you to go experience other aspects of the game that you might not experience if you were just continuously pushing main story until the end so i think it's fine to do it that way um but it also kind of hinders like the flow of things a little bit i think and sometimes you'll find yourself in the wrong zone or in a zone that you didn't really intend to go to or back at a at an earlier zone doing side quests to try to find levels or whatever and so there are some downtimes where i think like if you're inexperienced or an inexperienced player, if this is your first time to play the game, you and I have had the experience of being able to play in a lot of the alphas and the betas. So we kind of knew what to expect going into this ordeal. But if you, if this is your first time, like jumping in, it can be a little bit like, well, now what do I do? You know, I've, I've reached this point where I can't do anything else with the main story. So now what do I do? Where do I go? And I've seen some people kind of complain about that aspect of it. Like, I don't know, I don't know what to do with my time now. Do I go, do I go run missions? Do I go try to do side quests in a lower zone? Do I do town board? Do I, what is it that I do? And so then that ultimately can be a little bit discouraging, I think, for some people. Um, again, for us, it's fine because we knew what to expect. I knew where the checkpoints were coming in at. I knew, um, you know, when I was going to need to grind, when not. Um, but I do see the qualm there for some people because sometimes the flow of leveling might get might get a little bit skewed. But overall, for me, for me personally, I've thoroughly enjoyed the leveling process. As of the recording of this, I'm level 51. Um, so we've been doing quite a lot of grinding, not quite max level, but just like you, Red, I haven't went down the rabbit hole of doing all of the town boards and, and doing the most optimal way to level. There are those uh, optimal ways that you can just rush 60 and people on our server have most definitely done that some people in our company have done that but we just didn't go that route we've i've kind of been slow rolling it but at the same time pushing forward with levels because i want to be level 60 uh fairly quickly for content reasons and other reasons uh plus i want to play outpost rush you know so uh overall i think my experience has been good i think that the leveling experience is is good it's fun i just I can see where people can get a little bit confused with what to do at certain times um, if they don't have a little bit of guidance, you know? Yeah, and here's the thing, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, I guess the the overall, like, in-game, uh, you know, version of New World that everybody's kind of rushing to get to. Uh, but as far as the leveling goes, I think when you, when you launch an MMO, 
Uh, the whole idea behind the experience of the initial product is to provide a good, like drawn, not drawn out, like overly drawn out, but you know, um, nice paced leveling process. You know, uh, yeah. we discussed a little bit about the show where it's like, you know, yeah, you, you buy cyberpunk and, and you expect to beat it like in maybe 50, 60 hours. If you kind of, you know, take your time and, and do the main story and, and then branch off on side quests or whatever, or, you know, yeah. uh, obviously if you spend a lot of time in, in the game and trying to be a completist, you may get like, you know, 200 hours out or something like that. See, and, and I really do feel like, you know, New World has, like, I, again, I have took two weeks off to play the game. I've been playing at a pretty decent pace uh, for most days, probably at least like eight hours, uh, to eight to ten hours a day. And, and dude, mm-hmm. I'm still having fun. I'm not max level yet, but I'm close. I'm, I'm, I, I don't remember what level I am, actually. I think I'm like 53 and a half or something. And so, uh, you know, I've had fun. I haven't really, you know, tried to like min max the leveling process or sweat it out or anything like that, but I have been playing a lot and I've had a ton of fun, man. Uh, really the leveling isn't, isn't too short, which I think is an, is one thing that people get absolutely angry with is if you buy an MMO like this and then like you, everybody hits max level at 40 hours and then within two weeks, the game's dead because no, everybody's got, you know, kind of felt like they've gotten their money's worth and they don't really feel like they're progressing anymore. And so then people, you know, will take a, a long hiatus, I guess, whenever the next bit of progression or, or in-game content's released, uh, which is not necessarily good. Uh, the leveling process doesn't seem too long either, Bordy. Like, I mean, like, you know, I've been playing and, and, and I get, you know, and this is, this is a big thing that we've talked about before. I feel, I feel like I'm progressing. I get like probably two to three hours a day, usually like in an eight hour, uh, stream or something sometimes four and and uh yeah like i i feel like i'm progressing uh, my weapons are leveling up i think i'm i'm on my third weapon right now and it's at like 17 so you know here within mm-hmm. probably another day's worth of playing i'll hit max level on that and then i'll have three weapons max i'll you know i just keep switching them out and and dude I, yeah. so far so good I, I was worried initially about the progression or how that progression felt uh, during the level process but for the most part it feels pretty good uh, I'm impressed, dude, by exactly like the the system that they put in place for leveling. Just for the fact that like you can almost level doing everything: gathering, crafting, uh, the main story quests. Like obviously, you know, uh, you can level some through PvP. I I, I would like to see, uh, you know, you mentioned Outpost Rush. I would like to see something like an Outpost Rush or an arena available at an earlier level that you could potentially do. Uh, to level up or get XP, you know, uh, that would be dope. You can level through expeditions. Uh, and, and I, dude, I, I think it's really um, a testament to the game design that, because I know a lot of people uh, kind of feel like insignificant when they're crafters or gatherers or, you know, that they don't get enough XP for what they're doing. And New World is definitely the, probably the opposite of that. The town board missions are the best way to level. And crafting and mm-hmm. gathering seems to be the wave uh, is, if you're trying to get there quickly. Uh, one of the things, I mean, you've talked about this, the side quests are all are almost useless uh, as far as XP goes. And, and PvP missions are all, are all useless as well as far as P, uh, um, XP goes. And, and, and those are the two things that I would like to see maybe just given a little bit more love, just a little bit more XP so you feel, you know, that they're worth it. Because, again, I've done every side quest. I've been trying to keep up, like, keep every zone free of markers because I'm a little, like, OCD about that. 
And and dude, a lot of the times I'm wasting my time doing them because I'm not getting anything yeah. in reward for them. Yeah, you'd be much better off if you're just trying to rush level of just doing your rotations of the town boards every 30 minutes, just running around doing those, leveling up your crafting, because as you level up your crafting, obviously you get better town board missions, which then reward you with better XP. And that's how people are just pushing the max so quickly. And that was a problem too in the in the closed beta with the town board missions. People were just feeding other people materials and they were just leveling up really quickly. And it still is kind of an issue. So I don't know how I feel about the town board missions being so lucrative to level up, though. I do agree that having having a way and a method for crafters to level up strictly by crafting and gathering is excellent. I think that's amazing because there's a lot of people that don't even want to do a lot of like combat related stuff. There's a lot of people that just want to do the life skills type stuff. It's awesome that you have the opportunity to level up doing those things, but I don't know how much I like the whole town board thing, man. Right? Like the town boards to me, they're a cool way to get like additional XP or, or supplemental XP or something. I don't think those should be your primary way to level. And, and because the town boards serve a very specific purpose, right? I think a lot of new players that are coming into this thing also are a little bit confused with how these town boards work because the town boards are intended to level up your town. That's what they're for. Uh, they're not intended for an extra like quest to go get XP that you, you, you use the town board missions to level up your town and to level up your fort. That's what they are for. That's their intended purpose. And, and I just, I don't know how I feel about people just using the town boards to just rush to max level. It just feels a little weird to me. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, I wish they would tune that down just a little bit, to be honest. Sure. Um, but, uh, but I do think having that as an option is great. I just wish, I wish it was more like supplemental, something you would, you would do uh, also in conjunction with other things, not in lieu of yeah. other things, right? Yeah. Like people are foregoing the entire, whoops, sorry, just knocked over my mic. People, people are foregoing like the entire experience of new world to go do these town board missions to just, to just bang out XP. And it's like, man, I just, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. You know? Um, so I think there's some adjustments and some tuning there. I don't know if, if they're happy with how that's working or not. They may be, mm. uh, once they get a huge sample size of all these players, you know, they'll see how people are reacting and maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe tons of people aren't doing it, but it's just interesting that that's an, still an option, uh, because, uh, because it was such a big deal in the closed beta. So yeah, we'll see, man. and that's how I that's how I do my town board missions, just because I do want to make sure I'm like you know getting my Azov staff leveled up, getting my camp leveled up, yeah, you know, uh, potentially getting you know uh, some of the the again the side quests that maybe open up a, a gear set or something like that. So I I do take town board missions and run the quest, but I know a lot of people don't. I think they just stay in town and like craft and and buy and yeah. And run these little gathering routes from town to town in three towns, I think, and and just making like a triangle of of experience. And I think that's right now the, the most efficient way to level up. The thing the thing about it is though, and, and like you said, I just think it needs to be toned down a little bit to be in line with uh, the other avenues uh, of of leveling and and maybe yeah. uh, like a PVP missions and 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 uh, and other things like that. Maybe you need to be tuned up a little bit because it, it, you know there's no there the reason and we won't have this problem for longboarding because again people will get max level. And then the town yeah, board missions will probably be the same. And, and PVP missions, we won't really care about the XP we get from them. Uh, right. From that thing either. But but it would have been nice leveling up uh, to like be able to stop and actually support my company in the territory, uh, you know, war and to make sure that we and, are fighting them back. And, and get still some feel XP. productive. Yes, still right, feel right. Because like, a lot of the right. times, and, and you know, we're governors. 
Uh, a lot of the times I felt like I should not be doing this. <laughs> I should not be doing the PVP missions. And the thing is, right. is <laughs> like, you know, we're content creators. We want to get max level so we can, you know, progress into like, you know, content and testing and everything like that. So we're like a unique thing. And, and I do not under any circumstances feel like the game should be balanced towards us. And I think that's one of the other things, Bordy, right. uh, to talk about. And this is the complaint of a lack of in-game content. And this is basically only coming from people that have played the game for like, you know, basically like 300 hours or something like this at yeah. this point. And, and so yeah. they've reached the end game. And there are some, I, I guess, misconceptions about, uh, number one, I feel like they're misconceptions about an MMO, uh, his, the, the history of MMOs and and launching with in-game content. Uh, so, Bordy, right now we have, we have obviously have Outpost Rush. You got to get geared up, right? You're not going to get those big drops initially when you first hit 60. You're going to have to farm up your item level and continue to work towards that. Uh, Outpost Rush, you have sieges, you have invasions. Uh, obviously crafting and gathering, leveling up weapons. There's quite a bit there for in-game for a launch content or for a launch uh, product uh, of an MMO. Uh, but Bordy, you know, one of the things that I think bothers me a little bit, and this is as a content creator, is the like the um, negative, I guess the negative opinion or attitude that people, some people have. Uh, when, when, you know, I think 90% of the player base or probably even more are still even going through the leveling process at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you made a good point earlier when we were talking about the character transfer and, and all of that stuff earlier in the news section about how the initial, the initial phase of an MMO should be the leveling experience, right? Like there's no, there there's no like expansion out right now. There's, you know, there should be some in-game content to do, but the initial right. like launch product should be you're leveling, you're, you're learning the game, you're, you're experiencing the world, you're doing all of these things. And so for the people that have just rushed to max level and got there, now they feel like there's nothing to do. Well, this early in the game, man, I don't know that there should be a lot to do because the game needs to be balanced really around like all the people, all of the the masses of the of of the MMO world, right? Like we've seen other games, Red, balance their game and cater to the top one percent of the people that can sit there and play the game for twelve hours a day. Well, that is not your target audience. Whenever you're talking about an MMO, there are a lot of people that can do that. It seems like there's a lot of people that can do that whenever you're kind of in that bubble, but it, there's really not. In the large grand scheme of things, man, I would be very curious to know what the average level of players are right now because I would, if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably mid-range, like 30. 30, maybe. 40, I think, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. so, so uh, people have a long way to go still, and so the, the vast majority of people that play MMOs are kind of in our demographic, right? 30 plus, they have families, they have kids. We've talked about this in the podcast before, how people have people have other things to do outside of just sitting here and gaming. I cannot spend that amount of time just no life yeah. in a game. There's a very select group of people who can do that. And whenever you balance your game around that select group of people, you're shooting yourself in the foot, man. You can't do that. You have to make sure that the people that are supporting your game long-term, which is going to be that demographic we just talked about, are are those are the ones you need to make sure you're suiting your needs. Now, it does suck for the top 1%, but it, let's be real here, man. It's kind of our fault because we're probably falling in that top 1% at the moment. It's kind of our fault for pushing the end game so fast, right? Like we just burned through all the content uh, and pushed the end game, and now people are complaining there's nothing to do at end game. Well, 
I would argue that point too. And I would say, dude, there is a lot to do it in game in new world for a launched and released product right now, because you do have outpost rush. You have two 65 plus dungeons. You have all of the, uh, all of the arenas to do that. I think people sleep on. You have all the open world dungeons that are 65 plus in game content that people sleep on. Then you have the overarching game loop of the game itself, which is territory control, right? Like go get your group together, undermine the territory and try to take over these places. Like that's an in-game. Matt, getting your gear score higher is one of the other parts of the game and the in-game, like optimizing your builders. There is yeah. a lot to do at in-game. I just don't know that these people are looking for it. And they're just, they're just, I guess, still wanting to level. I don't know. They leveled up to 60 and now they feel like they're done. Well, there's, there's still stuff that you can do. There is a, there is a lot you can do. And yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's kind of a silly argument to, to, to make that like, oh, we're two weeks into the game and I don't have anything to do because I pushed all the way to max level into, well, it's kind of, kind of your fault. You know what I mean? Like it's an MMO, man. Um, I, they can't, I, they can't balance the game around that 1% is just the point I'm trying to make here. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's been historically documented. Uh, you know, if the level, if, if you drag out the leveling to, to the extent of trying to prevent like content creators and people that are dedicated to hitting max level as soon as possible, around the game then then you're gonna have people who don't feel like they're being productive on a on a you know if they get two or three hours to exactly play the game every night and they only get like you know a half a level every time they play then then i think you're gonna have trouble on that end too and that's like 90 percent of your players yeah. so then you do yeah. want to cause a problem with 96 percent of your players or do you want to cause you know again there is no problem because again i am probably like you said we're part of the one percent I'm not max level yet. Did, did I completely know life or, or not? Uh, you know, did I know life the game or did I sweat it out? No, I did not do that. But I have been playing like, again, about 10 hours a day and I'm not max level yet. I'm still having fun. I still feel like I'm progressing. I can't wait to hit the end game, obviously, or hit max levels so I can start gearing up my character and, and participating in sieges and, and all of those other con- things and just be ready uh, for the next uh, content updates. So that's, that's what I, yeah. I, you know, I think we mentioned this a little bit on last episode, uh, but I want to talk about just a tad bit here, dude. When do you think, you know, I think the, the, the thing people are looking for is your traditional in-game content, which is maybe like a ranked arena system or potentially like a large group raid or, or PVE uh, instance event. So Bordy, yeah. again, like, you know, I think most of the people are 30 or 40 right now. If we had to guess, I, I constantly see still people still running around at 19 or 10 that yeah, are joining the game. And still, maybe yeah. they, yeah. maybe they just like are having trouble getting in the queues and said, I'm going to wait two weeks and then I'll download the game and play it. You know? Uh, and I think there'll be a lot of people like that. And, and dude, I, I honestly think, you know, uh, as they as time continues we talk about this all the time i mean you know the, eventually the game's going to go on sale on steam eventually it might you know there's going to be a lot of ways to bring uh you know new players in so you know what what are we thinking uh, as far as like uh, an acceptable window uh, for them to pull in that type of in-game content to make sure people stay around long term until uh, they're able to maybe put out the first expansion I don't know, man. That's a tricky, that's a tricky one for me. I, I think it, <laughs> I don't think you want to do it too soon because if you do it too soon, then your 90% of your player base that aren't there yet, they're going to feel left out. They're going to feel behind. They're going to feel like they, they are missing out. I think, uh, like I, they have something to work forward. I think I hear you moaning, dude. You don't, you don't agree with that? No, no, I agree. I, I'm just saying like, 
I, 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 from my past experience, I think sometimes that even incentivizes people to keep playing. Like, if, if, here's what, and this is what I, this is the only like uh, thing that I remember. And this is particularly, I mean, this is like in every MMO when I get to see like the dope raid gear that I haven't had a chance to do. But in Destiny 1, I remember like I was trying to level, 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 grind, 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 get my light level up high enough to to go raid Vault of Glass because it was so sick to see those players that had done it and had the gear and was like sporting it and repping it. And, and I've had that experience in like WoW and ESO too. And, and, and that's what sometimes like I think maybe, uh, you know, is the result of having a raid out that pe people uh, actually yeah. like want to invest the time in so they can do the raid and, and, and look cool and look the gear. But I, I understand the point because I think some yeah. people do feel that way too. It's like, wow, they're already releasing a raid and these people are already completing this content and I'm still like level 30 or whatever, but yeah. Well then that's kind of off putting because then if you put out another raid and, and you still haven't got to participate in the first one yet, I mean, I guess that's kind of on the player for not playing enough to, to participate well, in I, it. I wonder, uh, yeah. I wonder how much because go ahead. I was just gonna say you know, at that one? point, I don't think we're yeah, I would wonder how much they're playing the game is if their yeah. if their complaints are valid. Even um, obviously, yeah. all, everybody's complaints are valid. Internet, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> hurt any of, of you. Uh, yeah, everybody's opinion counts, okay? But I'm just saying is that you know I, I doubt that will happen. I think we 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 yeah. uh, when the first raid comes out, I think if there is going to be one, obviously I, I I keep saying there's going to be one without any knowledge of anything. Uh, but once the first raid comes out, I think there'll be a pretty decent gap between the next piece of content at that point. But yeah, maybe so. But I don't even know that they have. I don't know that they have plans for the for a raid necessarily. I think don't we've seen some leaked content. We've seen. I don't know if they do. They might have plans for a raid later on down the road. But I personally don't think we're going to get like an, a full blown raid anytime soon. I think it'll be after the first of the year. I think probably what more is more likely to happen is that in in, in at, towards the end of this month, towards Halloween, we'll get an event, and that'll keep kind of keep players interested for a while. Yes. And then I think we'll probably get a content Brimstone patch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I don't think we're getting that. I, I really don't think we're getting that in, in in October. No, I think we're just going to get an event in October, which would be fine with me, dude. We're almost there anyway, if bro. There, like, if we're almost there, I think that just would give be us fine an event. If there's an activity for the event, like if there's like some sort of yeah. unique activity. Like trick or some cosmetics or, you can earn, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a week long event, something like that. ESO does those really, really well. I think that's one thing they do. They do excellent at. I think that we'll get something like that in October. I think in November is whenever we'll get a content update with the Void Gauntlet, Brimstone Sands, and whatever else they add in that content update. That's my guess. That's uh, you know the game released on on September the twenty eighth. I think two months after it releases. I mean, that's that's a pretty good, that's pretty quick to add new content absolutely, to an MMO, yeah, I think, in yeah. two months, bro. Like, really? Uh, and then after that, it'll be interesting to see what their content cadence will be like. But I think I think it would be okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take all the other people to, to kind of hit 60 to kind of get up there and experience some of the content. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the correct time frame would be. That's just kind of what I, I expect a little bit of. And then maybe in December or something, maybe we get a really big update with some with some dungeons or something. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I don't mind being wrong. So I'm gonna take some real. I'm gonna take some real shots, dude. Okay, are you ready? 
Yeah. Are you ready it. for this groundbreaking, potentially Nostradamus type of comment I'm going to make here? Oh, geez. All right, yeah, dude, man. here we go. Okay, so first, I think you're right. I think we're going to get a little bit of a Halloween. Uh, we're going to get a little bit of a Halloween patch with some sort of unique activity that kind of keeps players, you know, maybe like mm -hmm. an in-game currency that you can only earn for certain, like you said, cosmetics or or potential, you know, maybe even drops, maybe like just one like, you know, like a piece of jewelry or something that is, is best in slot, not best in slot, but yeah. max level or whatever, uh, as you, uh, you know, do this or participate in this thing after this event is done, which would be probably like, you know, beginning of November, I think they maybe start teasing or, or letting us in on what the brimstone stand update looks like. Uh, that might happen or drop late November, early December. And then in that mm -hmm. zone, I think uh, maybe the raid won't be available, but I think we'll have a quest line potentially leading up to uh, either a new expedition I, or a potential raid. Uh, I think we'll get a new expedition for sure. I think a new yeah, expedition yeah, yeah. is already planned. We'll We've get the seen void leaks gauntlet. of like we've seen leaks of like four new expeditions already yeah now how true those are who knows that's just you know leaks of right. stuff that we've kind of come, come across but i think we'll get dude i think they have expeditions planned for sure and, and here's now, what the you're thing talking is, about is a is a raid like an actual raid i don't know that i don't know that we'll get one of those for a while no i i, I don't think we'll get one i don't want to think we'll get the raid then but i do think they might have some sort of system in place that to start it, leading up to it yeah leading up to it or teasing cool. the storyline to the first like conflict yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think we we've, we've all also kind of been made aware that that they're gonna make the all the rest of the expeditions uh, a hard mode or something in the vein of that, where where you can then yeah, play them replayable. all next level. And that would, yeah. dude, if they do that uh, within within the first three months of the game coming out, dude, that's groundbreaking. I don't care what anybody says. I waited for a year in ESO, I think, to get a raid or some yeah. sort of in-game level, you know area so it was a long time before uh Craglorn came out and i yeah. know world of warcraft too i mean you, you the first raid patch i i don't remember when it was uh, exactly but it did not launch with in-game stuff like that uh, i'm almost positive and and yeah so i th i think if they can get something significant out like that like a new zone a couple of new expeditions a system that that brings all the other expeditions up uh to a hard mode or mythic mode or whatever you want to call it and a new weapon, uh, which would is essentially be somewhat like a new class or a new feature for character building. I think that's yeah. massive, dude. If they can do that by the end of the year, man, I think they're on the right path. Uh, and I think I think potentially a large amount of the player base or a large uh, piece of the, the player base will just be hitting max level or just be getting geared up to close to the max item level at that point. And I think it'll be the timing will be almost perfect, and I, and I'm sure they have this somewhat planned out because of that uh, reason, dude. Yeah. And there it is, dude. I, I laid it on the table. That's what I think is going to happen. Let us know uh, in the comments on the YouTube uh, three months from now uh, if I was wrong. All right, Bordy. Anything else you can think of as far as? Uh no, I just I don't think what you said is too outlandish, man. I think it's I think that's a possibility, you know. I I just overall I'm excited to see the direction they head. I just hope they don't cater to the smaller crowd. I hope they've learned a lot from past MMOs, mm -hmm. and I think they have, man. I think they're going to be on the right path. I have great faith that this that this thing's going to be really really good, and they're going to pump out a lot of content and uh, keep everybody engaged and and ready to go. At least that's what I hope. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think so too. We well, obviously maybe rose colored glasses, but. 
Uh, we have no reason not to feel that way because, uh, you know, uh, again, they've produced quite a bit of content uh, for us so far. All right, Bordy. Uh, So now that's over. Why don't you tell us about the companies of the week? Yeah, so we have two this week. So the first one is Lotus Trading Company, their PVP craft company. It looks like they're going to be one. Of, they're going to want to do a little bit of everything here, man. They are a faction syndicate. Their server is Ohonu. It's an NAE server. They have 180 plus members right now. So I'm, I'm assuming they probably have two companies, kind of like what we're doing with the Revenant, I would imagine. It says they're a new world company devoted to exploring all that a tournament has to offer. They are, a, they are a new, unique organization led by a core of a group of veteran MMO leaders, and they're going to do a mix of the following. Settlement wars, PVP missions, territory control, outpost rush, expeditions, world bosses, world events. So it sounds like they want to do a little bit of everything, man. And it says their goal is to own a settlement on day one and go to war to gain more. I wonder if they I wonder if they met that goal, bro. I would I'd be interested to see. Yo, if you guys uh, from Lotus Trade Trading Company are listening, yeah, shoot us over a message. I'd like to know if you uh if you're able to do that. So that's kind of a little bit about them. It says they want to do some organized PVP. Uh, they have a little a little description about that as well, and then we'll link their all of their information in the descriptions below so go check out lotus trading company if you're wanting to be syndicate and you're on the server ohonu sounds like a good group to be a part of the next one is called the chaos collective man they are also syndicate let's go dude purple for life that's what i'm talking about they're on us west and i don't see their server name on here maybe it's in the description somewhere but they're on the us west they're called the chaos collective they're a pvx guild that says they're 18 plus so they're looking for more mature players so it says they're looking to round out their roster for release so hopefully they've gotten that taken care of if not then you guys need to go over there and check them out the chaos collective it says their main goals are going to be focused on pvp in the form of securing and defending a territory and have a firm grip on the market with crafting and farming we also intend to push all the in-game content as well so it sounds like they have more of a focus on i think everyone's gonna have a focus on uh, on territory control probably right but it sounds <laughs> like they are i think you also, have to focus on it or else you're right yeah you're in trouble uh, yeah it sounds like they also are wanting to have a have a good grip on the market so it sounds like they're into crafting and 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 the gathering side of things as well so the life skills side and it says that they have been together for over 10 years across all kinds of games from mmos to shooters to mobas and survival games um so it says why it can be daunting to integrate yourself into a tight-knit community they assure you that they're always welcoming new members so go check them out sounds like a cool place to be a part of as well the chaos collective all right we appreciate it again guys for for the patrons and and for the companies that continue to advertise their companies on new world fans we appreciate it again we've been seeing a ton of support from you guys and we're very very grateful for that uh we continue to to have uh you know just tons of feedback i know uh in my twitch stream i'm sure it's the same for you i love seeing people from the podcast audience come over and say hey we love the podcast uh you know yeah, it's cool for, for them sure. to, to come over and say hi so g- don't forget to come over to uh, twitch.tv slash redbird or twitch.tv slash bdlg uh to say come say hi to us we appreciate it it's always good to meet you guys in in a more uh, interactive place uh, but you know, uh, yeah, we, we, we appreciate you guys as patron. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will see you in another episode of new world to go.